welcome to Breeder Syndicate. Hi, Greg. How you doing? Good, 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 good. I mean, yes, just uh, being seventy isn't all that good. You know, your teeth falls out, your hair falls out. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys enjoy life and travel when you're young. It's far more fun. You know, I bet. Yeah, you're still around. That's the important thing. Well, you know, a lot of the brothers I serve with aren't, man. I'm one of the, I'm one of the last remaining, you know. Well, I, think, I think that's a lot of the appeal in talking to you is that uh, your experiences. And unfortunately, a lot of your peers and colleagues are, are, are unable to, to share their stories. And so... Uh, well, I have to thank you as an indoor grower for all your horticultural contributions. So obviously, if it wasn't for your work with the Northern Lights, um, many of us wouldn't have had the success we've had today. Well, it was kind of a group effort out of Seattle. You know, had the lights, and, you know, we were all young, and we're just tired of smoking Mexican. <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't... <laughs> I mean, it just wasn't doing anything for our PTSD symptoms, and it wasn't, I mean, even comparable to anything that we got in Asia when we went to Thailand and Vietnam and, you know, I mean, it just didn't get as well. We basically had to do it. I lived in first spell in Seattle. I lived in the Ballard area, and I was actually shopping at the indoor sun shop for a few years, and... Around that time is when I learned about Steve Murphy and his books. Uh, I'm curious, uh, what, around what time did you meet Steve? Oh, uh, well, I went to high school with Steve, like at Ballard. Okay. Oh, Ballard High School? Oh, great. So, yeah, I lived, literally lived like two blocks away from it. Um, yeah, I was growing upstairs in, uh, in the apartment that I was renting. But uh, I knew that uh, the history was right, right in that area. Oh, yeah. You know Kevin and the other Murphy family then? I know Sean, uh, Steve's son. And uh, that's yeah. who I've had to, that's who I spoke to the most, uh, Sean, um, just trying to ask him questions. And uh, so, so that, did you originally obtain uh, the Afghan from Steve Murphy? Yeah, right after my first son was born, uh, he invited us over to a party and he gave me four seats of an Afghani variety. He said that some friend brought back on vacation. And that was the, uh, uh, that was the real widely strain that was in his first book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got yeah, a picture of that. I was, always, I was always curious. Oh, yeah, that's the one he gave me. And then we uh, we crossed that with uh, everything we could get our hands on. We crossed it with Mexican. We crossed it with Thai. We crossed it with a whole bunch of stuff. And I got a whole bunch of seeds that we only got to basically use about 1%. But, you know, I mean, it was uh, it was fun. Was it the males that you got from those seeds that you crossed into the? No, we got uh, two males and two females, and we just made more seeds. Okay. And then we also basically took the seeds that we produced, and then we cut available in town, you know, which was Colombian. Uh, we did a lot of crossing, uh, and then figured out real quick. That 
Oh, we're never going to be able to test all these, and the cops were banging on everybody's door and hauling everybody off to jail. It was pretty chaotic. In bed. Oh, I, I can't imagine at that time. So, Steve, the, the Afghan you got from Steve Murphy, how, how does that relate to Northern Lights 1? Is, is Steve Murphy the North, did he call it Northern Lights or did, was it just an Afghan? No, it's just, well, I came up with the Northern Lights. The original spelling of the Northern Lights that we sent to Neville uh, was like L-I-T-E-S. And then it got over to Holland, and it's just, uh, it's just a uh, Neville's cousin, Robert, I was basically handling the catalog, and he basically, like, he changed the spelling. But the original spelling on the varieties that I named was, I mean, like, a Northern Light, L-I-T-E-S. Uh, but that's just a <laughs> historical <laughs> fact that everybody missed. Yeah, so you spelled, you spelled it L-I-T-E? Yes. By Northern Lights, yeah. That's the name I gave to Neville, and then he changed it, and uh, we just kind of decided that was okay, because it was already done in the catalog. You know? <laughs> so how did you meet Neville? I was over at my buddy's uh, hair salon, uh, you know, the university district? That's by uh, Fre- Fremont? Uh, the University District. I mean, over there by Husky Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a buddy that had a uh, like hair salon that we'd hang out and kind of do things, and he always had a high times uh, for the people to read on the table there while you're waiting to get your hair cut. And there was a little ad in the back of the high times, you know, and that was Neville's first ad, I think. That was the 84 year or so? Yeah, I think so. So I sent him uh, some seats. And it's about 6 o'clock in the morning, and I get a phone call. The old lady answers the phone call, and it's Neville. So, and I had a hard time tracking you down. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sounds he like basically. And then we basically talked, and he said, man, I need some more of them indoor seats, man. They're just blowing the doors out of Rosenthal's. And I thought, well, that's good, you know. I mean, they're uh, they're probably a lot fresher than Ed's, because, I mean, Ed gave them the seed collection. Yeah. So you you had given some previously to Ed? No, uh, that comes later. Uh, basically, uh, so we talked for, for a while, and he offered to pay for, for my airfare over. The first tri- trip over to Holland was on a uh, uh, was on like a Martin Airlines. It was uh, it's about two hundred and ten dollars one way, and it was a prop plane that took forever. And they basically, uh, they picked up the passengers in Oakland. And and by the time they got to Seattle, uh, they were already drunk. <laughs> and, uh, and then the Seattle passengers piled on, and we had about an 
10-hour flight over to Amsterdam, and by the time everybody got there, we were pretty burned out and everything, and I never was right there at the airport smoking a joint. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Amazing. What year do you think that was? I went over, like, in the early, it was, like, 84 and, like, 85, but then I went back with the wife. I mean, after he bought Cannabis Castle. So you went over the first year in 84 by yourself? Yeah, in the fall, and then we went back again. And then I basically, I helped him, uh, it's just, I do a light recipe for Cannabis Castle. I mean, because, like, he had a... He had a little operation in his wine cellar in the basement. He had a nice basement. Oh, I bet. Have you ever been to Cannabis Castle? Oh, God. No, I've researched a lot about it and certainly on the bucket list. So so did you share seeds with Neville multiple times or just uh, when you found the ad of his? I said, Neville, let me see, two shipments. Uh, there was one s- s- smaller initial shipment, and then I went and, and I talked to him, and I got together with my people after I got back, and then we shipped him more. I wasn't the only guy that was breeding, you know. We had, uh, we had like a team because uh, due to the, uh, to the police pressure, uh, yep. We basically uh, wanted to basically have all these screens in at least three people's hands in case <laughs> I didn't know everybody gets busted. Maybe we can keep it, you know, but it was, I mean, it was a losing battle. So what do you think the, what do you think the original cross was with Steve Murphy's Afghan that you guys made? Uh, with the Afghan. Uh, to get more seats. Uh, I mean, he, he only gave me four seats, but we wanted to get more seats. Uh, then we crossed it with everything. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, like a lot of exit. Okay, everybody said that the first time. Hmm? Do you recall what the Northern Lights number one cross was? Uh, uh, the Northern Lights, the uh, number one was basically, uh, Steve's Afghani, and then, uh, the Afghani that I got from Neville. Do you know what Afghan from Neville that was? Um, uh, the one he got in, uh, like a Marjorie Sharif. Oh, I was curious about that. I mean, uh, when he went over there with uh, Clyde Curtis, uh, the f- photographer out of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, you've heard of Clyde? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, uh, Neville told me lots of stories about how fucking wacky that dude was. <laughs> how crazy he was. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's just, I like Clyde. He's a nice guy, man, but he's Hollywood, you know? Yeah, a little different hood. <laughs> I think my friend Bodie's still good friends with him too. I mean, it's just like he's a marine. I think I kind of lost tact. I mean, like he came up, and and then we kind of lost 
crack of each other and what I got a divorce and then I went underground so yeah it's just uh, I mean if you're here or see him around so say hi from me man. oh will do definitely do you do you remember which one was the female or the mom from that northern like one cross no you uh, that was make one third like a way too long ago and you know like at that point in time uh Keeping records uh, was a, uh, I mean, like, or any pictures or any anything like that, real liability because of all the cops, you know? Oh, for sure. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. I completely understand. So it's just uh, the record keeping back then. Now it's all changed. You know, now we can basically be scientists. Okay. Uh, then, uh, uh, the only people who could basically do that on a rational basis I was over in Holland. That's why I went there. Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't about the money. It was to get the medicine <laughs> out of the people. That was the main mission. Do Do you have any memory of what the Northern Lights 2 cross was? Uh, the Northern Lights 2 cross uh, was, a, uh, was a cross that we did with... Uh, Steve's Afghani, and then we got an Afghani hybrid uh, from Don down in Olympia. That's the one they called the Indian. Okay. Yep. And uh, like he got it for, from some biker in Oregon. It was a real nice, uh, I mean, like a little tighter butt than uh, the Afghanis that we were working with. I don't know. Uh, where Don got it from, uh, but it was a real nice one, and it was uh, one of my sh- shorter ones, and we named that number two. That's and great info. Huh? I said that's great info, because those, the one and two, are some of the ones that Neville continued on in Holland. Well, it's, it's just, uh, when I went over to Holland, you know, they were doing some, uh, I mean, uh, there were some people breeding a lot with uh, uh, for the number two, like uh, Jay Jackson did the K2, uh, which was real nice. So, if, if you don't mind me asking, how did you meet Herbie Nelson? I understand he was an employee of yeah, it's just what well, Herbie went to Ballard too. Uh, we all okay. went to the same high school. Uh, we just, were you in the were you in the same class? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. All I know is we all went to Ballard. We were all from Ballard, you know. We all. What What can you tell us about his Hawaiian plant? Uh, Herbie. And I uh, uh, basically traded some clones, and he just <laughs> said it was a Steve Afghani cross with the Hawaiian Sativa. <laughs> oh, that's all. Oh, that's all he told me, and that's all I know. But you know, I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was an instant success all over the world. It, I mean, it had the hybrid vigor, and it had what everybody wanted at the time. You know, I mean, we were able to basically grow a twenty-four-inch uh, bud on about a five-foot 
Clatt was at, and that was in, uh, I mean, what, 84? I mean, it was a winner. I mean, it was a winner. It was, uh, I mean, it was just one of them flukes in nature, I think, where all, all the genetics clicked and it all fell into place at the right time. Sounds like it. So that's the clone that you used to make Northern Lights number five? Uh, I didn't make number five. What Herbie did. Just, uh, then we uh, crossed number five with the number one. And, then, you know, I mean, it just gave us uh, uh, the 50% sativa and about triple the vigor, you know. So he crossed the clone that he gave you with the number one? Yes, you're correct. So was Herbie's, did he have um, Steve Murphy's Afghani? Is that the Afghani that's in number five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's where the confusion was. Yeah, I was just trying to understand the history on that line. So that, that the, uh, the clone that he had or gave to you, that was made from Steve Steed? That was yeah. the Afghani? Okay. Yeah, that changed the fucking world of genetics for good. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, it won some cannabis cups for sure. But yeah. Neville was real happy with it, man. I mean, that way he bought cannabis castle with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the damn thing, right? <laughs> so, so, do you think it was a Hawaiian plant that Herbie had that he crossed with Steve? I'm sorry if I'm having trouble following. Uh, I have no idea, and it's just, uh, I haven't talked to Herbie, and I don't know if he even wants to talk to anybody, so it's just, I don't know what the deal is there, but, you know, I just, just, uh, I mean, it all happened a long time ago, and there's basically no written record, but you guys are right about that. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of discussion about the Indian. Uh, the Indian, uh, uh, the Indian was Don Downs. He's passed away years ago now. So, oh, it's just uh, we met Don when by uh, uh, the guy that owns the hair salon, Raleigh. His name was Raleigh. Yeah, it was. I mean, like, he brings a guy over, and, like, he was an injured worker, an older guy, but they weren't giving enough money <laughs> to the real red rights, so we set him up with a four-light four operation, and we gave him some seeds and some cuttings, and he did some breathing for us. Do you know any of the lines that Don may have contributed? Any of uh, the causes? Uh, Don contributed half of the genetics for the number two. Yeah, that's true. And, okay, and then we got, uh, and then after I went over to see Neville, then we went down to Portland, then we got the hash plant and the big bud off of George. Do you remember what time that was? That was when, this is uh, right before, uh, George did his first book uh, with my uh, is, uh, with my youngest son on the cover. Yeah, I'd have to look at the dates. I know what you're referring to. That's pretty cool. 
When was the last time you spoke to George? Last time I spoke to George was up in Vancouver uh, when I uh, basically gave him all the weed I had left over because I had to go to the border. And that was years ago. Uh, many years ago. Uh, but we're good friends. Everybody loves George, you know. Yeah, I just spoke to him recently. He was a wealth of good information. He was very receptive. And uh, so that's why I'm interested in talking to everybody from your generation, uh, all the yeah, years. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, we traded with George. I kind of forget what we gave him. I think we might have gave him the number five. I don't know. But he gave us the hash plant, and then he gave us the big butt. Uh, the hash plant uh, was the one uh, that was a real good one, too. Uh, that was a real favorite. It was a real sh- shitty yielder, but everybody loved the taste and the high. And that was the one that was sent to that Neville collected, obviously, when he visited the States? Yeah. Yeah, I think he went down and saw, saw George and the people in Portland. What do you think? Do were you aware that Neville came in and visited the state? Oh yeah, we went down to the airport and saw Neville, and he was drunk and had his head up his ass. He was with Roger. You know who Roger is? I've read the name. I don't know who he is. Uh, Roger Granwich, I think, is the spelling. He was Neville's like American representative first and everything, and he kind of. He kind of flew into Seattle, and then he went down to see uh, Clyde in L.A., and then he went down to Rosenthal's. He was kind of like a Neville's agent in the beginning. Got it. So where, what airport did you see Neville at? He was in a, uh, a hotel uh, just east of SeaTac. Okay. No, I'm not sure what one. <laughs> it was a long, long time ago. There's a lot of hotels on that road. So do you think the purpose of that trip was to get more northern lights, or was he just coming for genetics in general? Uh, I've got no idea what was in Neville's mind. Uh, that, uh, I mean, this is, uh, that's way beyond my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to piece together the history of all this. What year that estimate you think that you flew in? It was like I mean like eighty five. It was around Christmas time. I remember that. It was cold and nasty and and uh but the kids were visiting and everything. Uh, we didn't stay long. I had to buy with you later. Sure. And so you, you, it's just like he asked me if I had anything for him. I told him no, and that was kind of it. <laughs> so had you sent him the Northern Lights 5 clones before that trip? Clones, uh, yeah. I mean, this is a Roger came and he sent one. I mean, over to Neville. Uh, we got, I mean, I mean, uh, we got him a clone and he got one of these uh, glass bowl terrarium things at some uh, florist shop and he tri- trimmed the leaves off so they weren't serrated and that's how he got it over to Holland. That was pretty <laughs> genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> 
it got there just fine. So just just to recap, you said that Herbie made the NL5, so when you got that clone, you were giving it as NL5? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, the NL5. I was like, I mean, like Herbie's uh, cross with the Hawaiian and Steve uh, Murphy's Afghani. So you, you didn't make the cross, you just got the clone from Herbie and the seats of this uh, line to give to Neville? Well, yeah, we took it to seed, and we gave him the seed first, but, I mean, like, he wanted the original clone, but we got him the original clone. Okay, so the seed Neville received came off Herbie's mom? Uh, uh, the seed, I mean, it's just like, he got, uh, from, I mean, like, a, what we crossed with the number five. Yeah. Okay, because what we did after we got the number five, we basically began crossing it with everything we could get our hands on and what and it's just so what we got looked real similar, uh, that's what went to Neville. I mean like about the same size with that like amount of vigor. It was the vigor of that was the deal, you know? I mean it was the vigor and the taste. And it was just far superior, so we t- t- tried to re- I mean, like, I replicate that, I'm doing seeds, and, uh, and we've been working on it for a while, but we, I mean, you know, seeds are variable. Clones aren't. Totally. How long do you think you guys have Herbie's clone around? I lost that when the cops sprayed uh, Don lost that after his son t- t- took over the operation and had some crop failures. So it's just, I don't know if anybody has the original clone, but then I don't even know if Neville or, or it's just, uh, you know, Scott uh, Sh- Shanty Baba? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now they might have the original clone. I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody in Seattle does. Uh, but you Where was the last time you talked to Steve Murphy? Oh, uh, maybe 20 years ago. Okay. So out of all the seeds that you guys made, was there a favorite that stood out to you? Yeah, we liked the Indicas, the sh- shorter Indicas, uh, the number... Uh, the shorter ones with the, uh, what we were looking for was more medicinal value, uh, and, uh, quick turnaround. So when you're talking uh, we about were, Don's down, when Don's the Afghani hybrid, was that a clone that he gave you? Or was those feet? Uh, we got both. Okay. And, and then Don also me. had something that he gave us that he called Big Bud that was, uh, man, like it wasn't the same as the Big Bud we got off of George. Interesting. And, and you guys were breeding different. I mean, it was full fluffier and it uh, had more oil co- content. I think that was the number eight. Uh, the ML number eight sheet so was the the real fluffy big bud that had all the oil glands. So we used to go down to Don's and get a 
I mean, like a pound or two, and you know, all the people they'd come back and they'd dump it on the table, and then they'd go for, for that number eight. Well, every time they could see the difference, uh, we mix it all together usually. You know? I mean, we were just doing a one, two, three light operations. So the numbered one through ten, or the numbered Northern Lights, were those using the East Afghani or the Northern Lights number one that you made? Both. So it just depends on the number? Uh, the higher the number, the taller the plant. Uh, that's how we kind of, how I kind of determined it. It's simpler for, for, for devil uh, with the more Afghani uh, with the ones and the, and, uh, the more sativa with the others, you know. And the higher you got, the more sativa. How long have you been living in Hawaii, Greg? I'm going to die here, man. I like it. How long have you been there? Oh, I I mean, I was living in Snohomish County, and PUD was running a new program, so we couldn't, I mean, like, I rip off KWs a day of power anymore. So I decided to retire and move. That was in 2010. Have you, do you know anything about the Snohomish Super Speed Club? Yeah, it's something that was like started in the 90s, a little group of growers up there that had a bunch of clubs. No, I don't know. The guy to talk to uh, up in Snohomish County would be John Pettit, uh, the guy that basically is at uh, Stuber's Distributing where everybody was getting their supplies. Yeah, no, that, that's you, a great place. Oh yeah, now you. Oh yeah, but just I didn't know John. I never. I, I may have met him. I didn't realize. I, I was. I used to shop up there because that was some of the better place to get uh, wholesale supplies. Yeah, it was cheaper. <laughs> I mean, then the cost was more. Name was Pettit? John Pettit. Yeah, yeah. It's just. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's a family operation up there. It's uh, John and his mom and his sister. It's a whole family operation. I used to, I used to basically get everything up there when I was working with the city of Seattle when I got out of the Marine Corps. Yeah, I love my time up there. That's the home. is beautiful farmer country. Yeah, we were living in Arlington. I've been up there. That's a little further north. Yeah, it's nice. No, I like being... Uh, cannabis being produced up there now. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, the overproduction is going nuts, man, you know. I mean, look what's going on in Oregon. Pretty soon, they'll get to be selling concentrates for a buck a gram. Yeah, it's certainly going that way. Not looking pretty good, small farm. But, you know, you guys are seed breeders. That's a different game, you know. It's just uh, these big guys, that, I mean, they're going to, uh, they think they can go indoors and make a killing and everything. Because you can't compete with the sunlight in Mexico or the labor cost, you know. Oh, for sure. So did you, did you share Northern Light with uh, the Drawbridge family? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like I mailed uh, like a pen and keys to the whole collection. Uh, I mean, this is how they were real helpful. They gave us the fertilizer formula. That's what we were interested in. I mean, in mainly, uh, uh, it's just that we got Neville's fertilizer formula, like, and then we got Ben's fertilizer formula, like, and then we came back to the U.S. and we made our own fertilizer. And it was a two-part. Oh, yeah. Now, we had a two-part before General Hydro did. I was called a wonder girl. And now we got busted and the old lady freaked out. <laughs> now wait till we got the That's interesting. And it's just all uh, the rest is all history. So, so do you ever you have a with uh, Dave Watson? And Sam, I, you know, I mean, there's always been kind of I'm better than you, and I'm Sam the man, and you know, I mean, he's always been real disrespectful. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, I mean, like he's done a good job. But my hats off to him. I mean, it's just like he can take his ego and cram it up his ass. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel too. Cheers yeah, to I think that's the universal opinion. He didn't have many friends. Well, you know, I mean, I just like to be real. Now I'm old enough, man. I served my time, man. I, I mean, I, I mean, I bled for, I mean, for like free speech, you know. Yeah. I never met Sam or Roth. He came to Seattle after we ran our ad in in the Alexander's Magazine. Seth Dips. Was it and the grow light? Yeah. Oh, but I never met Sam. What I heard about Sam was basically from Neville. Yeah. Well, it was the ad, the Grow Light shop ad you're talking about? No, it's when Rob came up, we spent about a half an hour at my house out in the Shoreline District, and then we went uh, to a concert up at uh, Parker's Ballroom, mm-hmm. and we watched uh, Quick Silver Messenger Service. Oh, yeah, they're great. Okay. And we kind of, and then he met all my people from Seattle. And and then basically after that was uh, when Green Merchant happened and everybody got busted. You know, it was, sent everybody into shock mode. I bet. Did Rob respond to a speed ad or a lighting ad in the magazine? We had a company and everything. Uh, Bo Bear was going to basically handle all of the uh, paperwork over in Holland. We were going to have just, we were going to mail the seats out of the U.S. and collect the money in Holland, but that never worked out because cops raided us. Gotcha. That was the ad was for, that you put in uh, Cincinnati Tips for seats, though? Yeah. Uh, you remember what year that was? Uh, it was 85 or 86, I think. Alexander's old, uh, I mean, old copies. I think Wolfie might have. Yeah, yeah I have. have all the... Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I feel like it was in the big ad. And, and then Rob, uh, like he came up and, yeah, no, you guys are the new guys on the block and this and that, you know, and, you know. <laughs> 
And we told him, you know, I go, like you and Sam down in California, man, you do. I mean, it's just, uh, but you can't breathe like we do indoors, man. You guys do. I mean, it's just, I mean, like a one crop a year, and we do six. You know, and he didn't like that very much, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) How did you meet George? I just called him up, I think, after he uh, began writing in high times. Oh, awesome. Called him up. I mean, it's just like, he knew everybody down in Portland. That's when, uh, I mean, I go take. Tech and George were having, uh, I mean, it's just a light wars on, uh, on uh, the Portland TV stations. <laughs> How did you meet Wolf the Gaul? Uh, Wolfie, I met at uh, Hydro Tech, right? He worked for Kevin. Oh, they were on Aurora. Okay. And then it's just like, and then they opened up the Portland store, and then, uh, like, Wolfie got busted, he did a bunch of time, Kevin got busted, like, he did five years, and for me, I went underground. <laughs> you, went, you were smart? I mean, it's just, well, I went underground, you know, I mean, like, I had an old lady and a couple of kids, and then, you know. Yeah, no kidding, you didn't need any of that shit. Thank God for Jeff Steinborn. I mean, he kept a lot of us out of jail. That's right. You mentioned him, the lawyer that kept everyone out of jail. Yeah, he was like, uh, I mean, he was like our gift from above. Everybody loves Jeff. Everybody still loves Jeff. Even the prosecutor loved Jeff. So do you think Steve ever got to uh, experience any of the Northern Lights crosses you made? I mean, it's, I didn't hang around with Steve all that much. It was, uh, I'd see him at the store, you know, uh, but there wasn't a lot of interaction. Was he actually selling seed out of the shop or it was just because you got No, no, no. It was, I mean, it was a gift. I don't think he... I don't think anybody was selling seats out of the store. Uh, the manager, Jerry, uh, did you meet Jerry? Uh, the older guy that does the uh, carnivorous plants? That does it. It's not ringing a bell. He was Steve's manager at the indoor sun shop for, I mean, like a decade. I mean, it's just he okay. was her boss. Jerry, I don't remember the last name, man. You know, Alzheimer's is a bitch, man. When the brain cells start rotting, boys, enjoy yourself while you can. You have a pretty sharp memory. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he's got a better memory than I have, and I'm in my 30s. I mean, it's all this good, but I've been smoking <laughs> It's a testament to the THC. <laughs> Yeah, but it takes a, I mean, it takes a real beating on the lungs, man. They wanted me to be a judge in the cannabis contest, man. And I don't want to be up there hacking all the time. I mean, that's the last thing. You're happy, you don't want to smoke anyway. I mean, that's the last thing I want to do in public is be hacking and overdose and poke fun of everybody like, I mean, like Emery did when he got out of the joint. <laughs> So 
So do you know what any of the other crosses are, any of the other numbers, some of their parents? No, we didn't keep any records. I wish we could have, you know, but it just, uh, Jeff told us, you know, I mean, everything you have, they're going to use against you. So the less you have as opposed to this or that or that, you kept telling everybody, you know, keep the plant count down and don't get greedy, you know. Yeah, sounds like he's a smart man to listen to. Well, if you had one light, it was one thing. If you had 20 lights, uh, then they considered it a lot more serious. Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, it, and it's just uh, the ones they wanted to get off the street was, uh, was these guys that were doing these big operations and were also into the harder drugs. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's generally the case. It hasn't changed yeah. any. Yeah. yeah, it's always been that way. So it's just... Uh, well, yeah, they carried the same penalties pretty much back then. So, you know, if one got more money than the other, most people fucked with all of them. I mean, it's just uh, the bikers were some of our best customers. You know what I mean? I I mean, kind of demanded to get their name on. Hey, man, you selling all that? <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a. I mean, it was a real valuable commodity. It's not like now, you know. But then you had to get your name on the list, and if you didn't know somebody, you didn't get your name on the list. You know. Exactly. I had people coming out from all over the place. They flew in from Chicago and Virginia and all over the place. And, you know, I couldn't do anything with them. You know, <laughs> you know I didn't get cops swarming everywhere. And I'm sure everybody's phone was tapped. You know, we just kind of had to play dumb. And, you know, I got an old lady and two kids. Man, I can't jeopardize you know? Oh, but now how are all these how are all these people playing the ball game? It's, you know, it's the difference between I mean, it's just a night I mean like a light and day. So, you know, you guys uh, you guys have a real opportunity and have done really well with these new varieties that are coming out of the USA because this is where Ben's coming to get his genetics now. How did all these people find out about uh the Northern Life? Was it just through the ads that you guys are publishing? Or how are they coming out from Chicago in these areas? Uh, we ran, uh, I mean, a couple of ads, fertilizer, and rock wool for a while until the feds closed us down. Uh, that was more trouble than it was worth. <laughs> so, how many people were you saying involved that were in the breeding of the different northern lights? You said it was kind of a group of people? Well, there was a core group, and then there was, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, that's hard to say. Uh, that's hard to say. I mean, there were people that came and went, so it's just, it would be up around the actual group. Uh, basically, it just kept changing, because everybody was in and out of jail. So it's just like, it's hard to put a number on it. I understand. Well, I really thank you for all your information. I think you have addressed all of my main questions after reading some posts at uh, Mr. Knight's forums. Um, I hope that uh, I, Matt and I can continue to reach out to you with any questions we may come across in our research. 
Okay. Anyway, you guys have a nice what, afternoon or evening or... Hey, you yeah, too, brother. Just, just, just feel free to call anytime. Thank you so much, Greg. We genuinely appreciate all the time and all the access. Okay, bye. I knew about the Dutch. Uh, they come here for uh, the genetics now. It used to be the other way around. It was all meant to happen, you know? <laughs>